motherfucker that only sleeps too It doesn't matter just what I do The more you wash up in the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Hello and welcome to They Them There's A monthly non-binary discussion podcast We're here, we're queer, let's talk about it My name's Joe And my name is Rain Hi Hello Hi Rain Hi Joe How's it going? Pretty good. We're here. <laughs> Almost went into the tagline a yep, second time. We are we are queer. We and and we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. That's why it's a very accurate uh tagline for the show. Yeah. Episode two. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We're back again. Now it's actually a podcast yeah. instead of just like a standalone audio event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's not just us hanging out and recording it because now there's like a presumption. That we will release it because we have done it before. Mm-hmm. Now that the expectation is there, we have to follow mm-hmm. through. There are three iTunes reviews. Can you believe it? I thought there were more than that. There's, there's more than that, but there's three that wrote things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we super appreciate that. Thank you yeah. so much if you took the time to leave us a review on iTunes already when we have one episode. You're... Yeah, they were they were very nice. I'm very, I'm very happy that you all like the show. Yeah. I hope you continue to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extremely yes. <laughs> I hope that those reviews stay positive <laughs> mm-hmm. now that we're continuing. Yeah. Turfs don't know how to review on podcasts, right? No, I'm pretty sure they don't. I mean, based on my podcasting history so far, I would say most people don't know how to do it. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of them compared to how many times things get downloaded. But that's why I'm so grateful when I'm like, hey, there's so many reviews for this podcast we have one episode for. So thank you. Uh, we've heard a lot of kind words following that first episode, and it rules. Yeah, but... Uh... Definitely <laughs> lets, <laughs> lets us know that we're not fucking up right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. As of yet. As of yet. According to the number of people who have responded. Yes. There's, cool. there's, there's cats in the studio already, and I'm oh, just yeah. trying to pull it in, trying mm-hmm. to rein it in. Rein it in? Yep. I'm just going to go back to staring at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I put something on the wall to look at that's uh, nice like a small angled mirror so i can still see the cats mm-hmm. well, i can move my naruto fan art down oh if you want to oh my god that's really beautiful it's very good alexis moore drew that it's due to the slang holofernes except yeah, it's sakura slang sasuke <laughs> it's very beautiful <laughs> very good let's talk about gender let's talk about gender how's how's gender going lately How's gender? What's what's new in gender this past month? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> my brain just did like a haunted doll watch, like news ticket. Gender. This just in. Gender. Breaking gender. Um. Breaking gender, an alternate title for this show. Oh yeah. Oh I. Yeah, I want to make that Photoshop edit now of breaking gender. Well, we've had some really good. Uh, gender topicked web comics mm-hmm. had some interesting Twitter talk. I'm trying to think, how do you discuss Twitter in the meat space without just sounding like a fool? Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, we had a, we a had, there was a good Twitter just thread. Say it. I saw a tweet thread, or yeah. You know. Um, it's it's discourse. People <laughs> it's are content. Do, people are doing work on there on that platform. <laughs> whether we want to, even even though it's also a shit post machine, um, it's a very uh, multifaceted tool. Yes, 
it's it is a diamond and one facet is mega shit posts mm-hmm. and the other is good content mm-hmm. there are many more I just, we don't look on the back side where we... all the nazis are um we, we acknowledge it's a, it it's a really fucked up looking diamond yeah it's pretty fucked up <laughs> this this cat slaps mm-hmm. so now we can have it yeah. for the record because it accidentally got uh okay, carpled evaporated from episode one um i was I just wanted I wanted some gender some gender content in mm-hmm. my in my daily life so I posted on my own Twitter and I said you know what is an image that you you look at you see and you're like ah that that's me that's mm-hmm. my gender and thankfully I think like most of the people who commented on it were <laughs> were being serious or they knew kind of sort of what I meant the yeah. vibe I was going for yeah it's kind of like last time when I referred to a vine that might be uh, might be like oh yeah this is me right yeah it, it's it's kind of like sometimes it's like a visual representation where i'm like that feels the way that i feel yeah so so often i th- I think people look at things and go same mm-hmm. um so like that but but gender yeah that but gender things you look at and all of the lights in your brain dashboard light up and they're like ooh, mm-hmm. that 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 i love that with me it's usually color schemes mm. Yeah, I, your response I I liked was really interesting. Mm, I don't know if yeah. you want to talk about that. At it all. was um if you if you Google, oh I don't actually I'm gonna make sure I can find this because I know that I've had trouble finding it a couple times. <laughs> uh, I saved I saved a bunch of uh, images to my phone because I wanted to talk about this specifically and some mm-hmm. of the the really good responses that we got. I have a whole list of things to talk about this time, and I, if, if I can just keep my nervous energy reined in i think we're gonna have a real a real good time also if i can keep this cat balanced on my left leg for the duration of the episode that'd be sweet so far so good (laughs) oh i can't find it directly um it's a flash tat or it's a tattoo from a flash sheet that the wonder years had at some of their pop-up shops for their most recent record sister cities so like i guess if you you can either look at the tweet that I made, or if you uh, just like dig through the Wonder Years merch, <laughs> you could uh, find that flash seat. Uh, but it's just a bunch, a uh, couple flowers, like sort of upside down. I liked that it was. It appeared to be, I think, like tiger lilies and peonies. <laughs> they, I have Qu- no idea big, what they are. Big question mark. Mm-hmm. Based on the song. Off the record, I would assume <laughs> the blue ones are hydrangeas. That's the word I was looking for, yeah. not peonies. Mm-hmm. My bad. For me, I posted. Um, I'm assuming it's from a the Adventure Zone live event. Mm-hmm. Griffin McElroy sitting against a a black curtain backdrop at a red table. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> I've a, seen this a, image a lot. I love it. It's I yeah. A, he's got a a D and D dm screen up a bottle of wine open and he's just got his hands to his face his eyes closed mm-hmm. and just the the expression it's the, open on your phone it is it's just sitting open on my phone i've had this saved to my phone f- at the moment i saw it yeah it just it, the moment it. you see it just yeah. the just the just the ugh, it's in my my folder that's called my good boys <laughs> on my phone it's just images that make me feel better that's good um yeah, we had a lot of people posting some really good art mm-hmm. in uh, in the images, art that they really identified with. There's a really great uh, smear of an early Marge Simpson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. 
we had screen caps from Ghost Hunters. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. Wait. Is that Ghost? No, that's not Ghost Hunters. It's um, not BuzzFeed. It could be Buzz. Oh, if it's the demons, it's your boy. Yeah, it's that That one. is BuzzFeed Unsolved. BuzzFeed Unsolved is what I was looking very, for, not Ghost Hunters. Good, it's a good program because of those guys' personalities. Yes, yes, specifically. Um, We had images posted from the Great British Bake Off. Mm. We had uh, images from Simon Hanselman's Mega Hex. Always to be expected. Some really good early advertisements. Oh, this one I really liked. The uh Your file was not found. Yeah, the file was not found. That's a big mood. That is that is a really big mood. I'll talk about that later when we talk about pronouns. <laughs> some scribbles, some art, some old ads. There's yours. Womp. I found it. Womp, womp. The little orange peel on the bottom is also like mm -hmm. just, it's a it's a very satisfying color palette to look at. Yes. The the pops of oranges in the corner. That's just the screenshot I took. It's a larger sheet, but it's really nice. Um. Oh yeah. Here we go. We've got uh. Someone posted the Welcome to Chili's Vine screen cap. Yep. Oh my God! The cats were just licking each other on the face. It was very cute. Uh. We had someone posting <laughs> Lisa Frank stickers. Oh yeah. That was a really good one. A smashed laptop. Mm-hmm. Would you consider a laptop closing to be folded? That's a question to the audience. Yeah, that's a question that we. I posed, I guess, Rain expressed a fear of, of things that fold, or I guess furniture. Just, uh, so, like, furniture that's made to, like, self-fold in on uh -huh. itself, just because I think I had my fingers pinched a lot as a that's child. That's totally fair. I think I've had this table for so goddamn long, and I've definitely hurt myself numerous times. Yeah, it's, like, it's a really great idea, but just, like, the the chance of getting your fingies pinched yeah, goes up so much. Totally understandable. When you keep that kind of furniture. But around. as a result, I did feel inclined to say like these chairs fold, this laptop folds. I'm currently surrounded by self-folding furniture. So I'm just mm. like, I've moved a couple times. I'm it's, you know, <laughs> it just comes in handy. No, it's definitely handy. And I, like I said earlier, I own many pieces of self-folding <laughs> furniture. <laughs> it's strangely inevitable. Mm -hmm. So the question is then, do, do laptops fold? Would you, yeah. Would you consider a closed laptop folded? I think people would just say closed, but like, mm -hmm. it's technically, a, you know. Fold, folded shut. If you take a piece of paper and you fold it, it's the same goddamn motion. I guess so. I think to me, if it has hinges, it, it doesn't... It does a fold of piece of paper not have hinges? <laughs> Maybe not by the technical term of what you think a hinge is. You can't, I wish you could hear the look in my eyes right now. I'm trying to deal with this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out where, pun not intended, I draw the line on uh -huh. when a, a fold becomes a hinge. I mean, isn't it just like a literal scientific tool? I mean, I Kind of like when you're like, oh yeah, this slope, that's a tool, I guess. I didn't expect to get into the ethics of, to, to, of hinges. To physics, yeah. Fuck, I don't want to get into this math shit. That's not. Um, <laughs> write in at uh, they, them at theorangegroves.com about, <laughs> is a laptop folded? <laughs> Are hinges folds? <laughs> we have to know. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about before that? I don't remember. It was probably gender. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that Twitter thread. I don't mm -hmm. remember if we'd stopped that. Uh, I went I went through some of the highlights, and then I just felt bad reading off my phone. But mm -hmm. I don't know if any of the things I listed off sounded like mm -hmm. something that speaks to you, or if there's an image in, in your mind that arose when we started talking about yeah. that. It'd be cool to see. Mm -hmm. 
posted in the thread. It's still live. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted to talk about that. The We talked about same hat last time. Yes. Pretzels is the same. Mm-hmm. So there was a really, really great uh, comic posted by Alex Norris, who I'm sure a lot of people, especially if you're on Twitter or the internet at all, uh, the Pink Blob comics mm-hmm. that usually end in Oh No. Yeah, you've probably seen it even if you don't know the name. Yeah. So Alex Norris is a queer creator. Um, they also do Doris M. Oh, sorry. DorisMcComics.com. Um, they're a UK artist. They use he, they, she pronouns. And their Twitter bio says Queer Blob. So I think Same. that's... Right, yeah, pretty My, cool. Mine says non-binary malevolent slime. Yeah, so it's very so. a very like similar mm. alternate energy. Yeah, <laughs> malevolent slime to queer blob. Yeah, fucking no one, no one's. I don't think anyone's ever even acknowledged that that's there. But one of these days, I feel, and I guess I'm doing it now. Do it now. Acknowledge I, it I, now. It, it's never come up that the phrase malevolent slime comes from a trivium lyric. <laughs> <laughs> Of all fucking sources, I was listening to Trivium, and I heard uh, Matt, whatever his last name is, say malevolent slime, almost as if it were a non sequitur. And I just thought, oh, hell yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's, I found it. That's the mood. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my partner is really into gelatinous cube identity mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which i don't know if he'll appreciate me saying that i don't mean that like he identifies as a gelatinous cube mm-hmm. i just mean like much in the same way <laughs> yes yeah big jelly energy mm-hmm. oh man okay so th- anyway this alex norris comic two blobs one of which is wearing a hat the hat is labeled gender mm-hmm. the other blob is just saying nice gender but the uh the hat wearing blob the the speech bubble from them says thanks mm-hmm. but what is crucial is that it is t-h-a and then below that the n-k-s and just visualize that in your head maybe like draw it out mm-hmm. if you need pull up the comic maybe yeah. we can post it i think yeah, we posted it in our discord already or you I, as soon as you sent it to me i reposted it in the discord yeah so, yes yeah. uh same hat nice mm-hmm. gender and it was really cool seeing all the responses to it um yeah and i think that the artist's response was just that like sometimes gender feels like you know it's a thing that you f- you're performing mm-hmm. or can be i don't want to put words in their mouth yeah i should look it up yeah just read the tweet i should you talk about something or edit out this following silence please i guess um while you're pulling that up we mentioned the discord uh, there is a Discord server for the Orange Groves, the network that this show is hosted on, that I started. And if you want to find the link to that, I will put it in the show notes to this. Um, but also, if you go to theorangegroves.com, I think the link's at the bottom of the page, next to the contact form, because the Orange Groves is accepting submissions and pitches for podcasts, because the network is all about posting up smaller creators and marginalized voices. Yes. All right. So someone responded to a comic saying, how should I understand this? This is about the nice gender hat comic. Mm -hmm. Um, Another person, not the artist, said, when trans people aren't out yet, so they have to perform a gender and it's like a costume. To this, the artist, Alex Norris, responds, totally. And I think it applies to cis people, too. Everyone is always wearing their gender like a big silly hat. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Can't really say it better than that. Not gender, but sexuality. There's been similar discourse. Uh, Sonic Fox, everyone's favorite esports furry, 
he had a tweet that kind of blew up that he later was like, man, I wish I worded that better and continued to like clarify it for, uh, it's been a couple days now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But basically he said, actually I should pull that up too. Yeah. Pull that specific. Right. Alex Norris had another comic. I was looking, looking through a lot of their older work on dorismacomics.com last night. They had another older comic, um, another two blobs and just like the lower halves of them. It just said genitals. And then the two blobs sort of come together, the literal letters spelling out genitals mix around and rearrange into the phrase tingliest lasagna, <laughs> <laughs> at which point a beautiful lasagna appears above their heads. And I, I thought that was a, good. a really great comic about sexuality. Ting- the tingliest of lasagnas. Yeah. So Sonic Fox had tweeted uh, people who say, uh, quote, gay is not a personality, end quote are fucking idiots and 100% homophobic, which as someone who has lived this, I know exactly what he means. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Because, uh, and, there, and there's been a lot of conversation about it where people are like, well, I don't think my personality is just that I'm gay. And I'm like, okay. And then, but when, when het people mm-hmm. say that to shut down people like talking about being gay, that's homophobic. Right. Um, and I found a, a follow-up thread um i don't actually know what site this is from i don't recognize it but it's someone uh, responding to basically when sonic fox won esports player of the year Mm -hmm. talked about how gay he was yeah uh and everyone's like well i feel like he's shoving it in my face i feel like you know it's it's performative and basically deconstructing that to be like well straight people are also always performative with their sexuality as well mm-hmm. uh and it's just like him ending all of his speeches with also i'm gay and a furry is normalizing that because in this thread that i'm uh refer uh referencing is like because of how the culture has built it up the assumption is that straight is the normal right and him having to say also by the way i'm super gay mm-hmm. comes as a surprise and it feels like it being pushed on them right and it's just like I think I think there's a lot of identities that are even if subconsciously are are performed. It feels like the word "perform" makes it feel not subconscious, right? Also, I just I don't know, like him saying all of that at the end of his speech because I watched I watched his speech too because I wanted it. I saw so many people talking about it and really wanted to hear it in his mm-hmm. own words. Um, I, I slept through the game awards, but the next day I was very excited to wake up and see just that clip of it oh yeah it was it was really cool i didn't mm-hmm. intend to watch any of it at all um <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah, I didn't even know he was up for it i really wanted to hear that speech when i saw people talking about it mm-hmm. i think it's like going out of your way also when you have that spotlight and you are a gay person and you mm-hmm. are a queer person or you know a furry a person of color and you have you have that spotlight on you. You have been awarded yeah. that you are the best in your craft. It's, yes, yes. And just like saying that to like in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking like years from now, when we look back on this, no one can deny it. No one mm-hmm. can deny and like take that away from him. Yeah. And I think that's so important because so many times you look back on history and it's like, that was gay. And people yeah. are like, they were friends. Mm-hmm. They're they, lesbians, Harold. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating. Like, I was doing some research for the show this weekend, um, and it was just like, I'm seeing all these posts that's like, 
and she was a lesbian and she was a lesbian and then it's like you look up any of the quote-unquote official information on her and it's just like totally just because the people who write history books are the worst (laughs) yeah straight white cis men Mm -hmm. but it was just really frustrating because i feel like anytime you look for something and it's like in a history book or something it always just says and she never married and i'm like Mm, okay Okay. yeah (laughs) i get it thank you for feeling like you had to really just mention that she had several close friends and never married okay all right all right all right harold okay Um, okay so yeah just like when you when you have that like that's that's in that speech forever multiple times Mm -hmm. so barring someone going out of their way to and and so many people got to see it and yeah, be like, like that's, oh that's forever now there i am in some way right it's so great it's yeah. really cool just the sonic fox <laughs> yeah no when he won evo or dbfc uh at evo the first thing he did was tweet i'm gay right yeah it's just like just so you know yeah i'm also the best dragon ball z fighters player yes, in the yes, world but i'm gay as shit legendary mm-hmm. legendary tweet yeah but yeah i don't know and it's obviously like not everyone who's managing to like get widely acknowledged success is in a position where they could absolutely announce something like that but when people do make these cool like things or you know win a contest or prove that they're the best Mm -hmm. at something like literally anything and they're in a place where they can say like and also Mm -hmm. this is like this is my story this is who i am yeah it's just so inspiring yeah Um, yeah because it's it's super not easy like and i mean yeah i think the amount of people have who have had negative feelings about sonic fox are a testament to that absolutely yeah people just going out of their way to be nasty Mm. homophobes and racists and the wetness. Yeah. The ilk. Yeah. Oh man. What's been what's been good for for you in the realm of gender, the gender realm? Uh I recently listened there's a podcast called Citation Needed, which is a podcast about sort of PR and language politically. And I've heard, you know, a lot of people that I trust talk about it. I never listened to it uh until I saw they had an episode with Dean Spade on it, so I listened to that shit. Um, and I, well, I finally listened to that shit because it's like maybe a month old now. Um, and he- hearing Dean Spade talk about like, like hearing that direct discourse about like here's all the problems, like because that episode was, was specifically about like people used trans identity politics as like that was the line too far and why Democrats lost the last election or whatever, mm. which like, I'm sure everyone knows that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of reasons, but you know, um, <laughs> we're, we're not going to get into that right yeah, now. Yeah. That's not what this show is about. That episode focused on like that conversation, like, Oh, everyone's talking about bathrooms and it's, um, distracting from quote unquote, other important topics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Dean Spade came on to talk about sort of like, how that's that's always kind of been the the case where it's always been like different issues that weren't the issues have become the issues and just sort of how like the the language gets skewed and turned around um in a lot of places uh like they talked specifically about like how when like oh fighting for trans people to be in the military and then you're stuck in this situation where I don't support the military but if I don't support this mm-hmm is that transphobia in some way. Like, right. I don't support imperialism and the military complex. Right. But also, like, now it is this hot-button issue 
where it's like trans people should be able to do this. And then it, um, one of the hosts, I don't remember their names, but sort of like, it, and I think Dean also talked about this, hearkening it back to the marriage equality thing where it's like, you know, I can deconstruct all these problems about marriage. It's right. a, it's a, you know, harmful system. But if it exists, shouldn't everyone be allowed to do it kind of thing? Right. Yeah. Like, like wanting fair, you know, you want uh, trans women to be like treated fairly. Mm-hmm. If a trans woman is in prison, you want her to be yeah. in like a woman's prison, even though like fuck prison, fuck the prison system, the corporate prison system. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be fighting for prison abolition and still want like. Yeah. Bet like better treatment for trans women in prison because it's yeah. yeah so yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you and... can you can be you can be fighting for you know trans equity while still saying like the whole system is completely fucked but since yeah. I have to deal with this really fucked mm-hmm. up system can we try and fix this this and this because they're proportionately terrible for trans people absolutely people and, and 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 everyone yes it's, yes yeah the system is bad mm-hmm. but while we're here. Yeah, and, and hearing um, ha- hearing Dean Spade get to, like, really dig into that topic and hearing Dean Spade talk about that and sort of talk about being on, like, and hearing the other host, too, talk about, like, being stuck in that position where, like, you're, like, it's so hard to find the right language to, like, be supportive of, like, everyone. Right. It's, I don't know, it was, it was extremely validating to, and, like, I've also loved Dean Spade's, like, writing and uh, stuff that they've spoke on before for uh years so like getting to like dive back into something that they worked on was was really nice cool i'm nodding again i'm sorry (laughs) before i move on from this topic it was episode 57 uh a matter of survival trivializing trans rights as a boutique identity issue it i I wish it led with um dean spade's interview because he was the person i wanted to hear talk about it Mm -hmm. but um the first half of the episode i think gives some uh good context if you're not super familiar with the um the whole thing so we've been talking for like 30 minutes now um <laughs> about various topics that we've we've had on our minds for mm-hmm. the last month or so i'm sure there's more that we haven't got to oh yeah um i'm gonna start like writing shit down when i think like oh this is a conversation we we had kind of planned to talk about pronouns yes. this episode so i i put out uh like a i guess a message on mm-hmm. twitter facebook in a discord a couple places I would really love to have some conversations with trans people, non-binary people, uh, queer people in general who use pronouns other than he, she, they, them. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just looking to learn about sort of how, like, why you feel those pronouns are, I mean, how do I phrase this even? Just like, I just want to hear about other people's pronouns. I want to hear about other people's experiences Mm -hmm. um, so that I can learn i need to like i want to learn about that Mm -hmm. from someone who actually uses those pronouns yeah um so yeah if if that applies to you and you'd feel comfortable talking about your experience Mm -hmm. and your pronouns give us a an email shoot us an email yeah we uh yeah they them at the orange com. um i said that whole thing like an idiot and i'm really sorry i feel like it came off sounding really insensitive i I feel like I said it like a cis person. Oh no! And it's making me feel bad just retroactively. So I want to. I want to say that for the record, <laughs> for the podcast, for the, for the. I'm sorry if I said that like a dummy. For posterity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wanted to talk about pronouns, and very quickly, like, well, we have our experiences, and there's a million other spirits that we right. can't speak on. So yeah, we'd like to. We definitely like to hear from some other people. 
in however that manifests. <laughs> yeah, z z some mm-hmm. pronouns. Yeah, there's quite a few. There are. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I did I did some re- a little bit of research, obviously, trying to remember the phrase for it, just like preemptive research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found some you know some things, but obviously I don't want to be learning that information from someone who it isn't personal for them. Yeah, absolutely. Because it it has less meaning when it's about gender. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about pronouns lately because. When, partly because of that, when I started to think about that more, I, I so I use any we did, again. Didn't, we did we did cover this, but if what, you're just now joining yeah. us, yeah, we well, we should work it into our intro and remember next time. Oh um, yeah. But I uh, use any and all pronouns, and I was thinking about it, and I was wondering is like is saying that disingenuous because when I say that, what I expect is they, he, or she. Mm-hmm. And I, no one's ever referred to me as not those pronouns. I don't know if it would catch me off guard, but when I think about pronouns, I think, I, I, I don't feel like there is specifically one pronoun that is for me. Mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like I exist. And as long as I know people are referring to me, like I don't, and this is my own experience. Like this is super not how pronouns work for a lot of people I've talked to. Right. I don't, when I hear pronouns, I don't hear it as a reinforcement of who I am or validation, even though like I've had that experience before. Right. When I identified as a trans woman, I was very adamant about getting um, the correct she, her pronouns. And now I have this sort of, I'm in this void state. Right. Where I, I am like, I guess pronouns, you're going to refer to me, um, but I have no strong preference of how, as long as you're not like using my dead name. Right, right. Yeah, and then I know for me, I've been in situations where I've had to introduce myself to a new person. You know, hello, my name is Rain. My pronouns are they, them. What are yours? And I get sort of a, oh, uh, whatever's fine. I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I also, yeah, I never want to steer nor towards that cis mentality. Right, either. right. And it, it was, I, I've, this is something that I've like talked, I've had some discussion on Twitter with a couple people about, I don't know really how to put a, a exact pin on it but there's a way that people will respond with that where you mm-hmm. know that they don't mean i am trans and use all pronouns you know it's i'm cis i don't and i don't need i, I don't really validation yeah or it's like i don't really know what you're talking about i don't care or mm-hmm. i don't think that you're actually going to use uh, you know a, exactly a, a quote-unquote different pronoun on me or something like that mm-hmm. and then yeah people like you who actually are just like you know i use this charcuterie mm-hmm. of pronoun yep. to <laughs> call, call back. back. <laughs> um, yeah, and so it's there's all different sorts of experiences with pronouns. Mm-hmm. I know for me, um, I, like I use they, them, theirs. That's pretty much all I use. But if I am going to get, and I'm air quoting on this, misgendered, I, I'm leaning towards, you know, like call me he, him, if you're going to mm-hmm. mess it up, if you're going to just like, or I guess I should say, if someone's going to misgender me, getting called he is like a lot softer of a blow and feels like better mm-hmm. than getting called she. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that's completely because I'm a AFAB person. So mm-hmm. when people do that, I'm just like, I, you know, I've chosen so hard to look the way I am. I squeezed myself into this binder. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> please look at me and 
just see the words they them on my eyelids when, when i am like badly winking at you that was all a huge hyperbole yeah <laughs> I, I, um, that should be an asterisk at the beginning of the yeah, show is that hyperbole rain speaks in gross hyperbole mm, yeah I, I i feel that um there's definitely and I, like i referenced before like there is attitudes that make pronouns feel worse like I, and I, I guess like there is a difference between like a he being mixed in um because that doesn't you know, incite my fight or flight or anything. But there is language about like, oh, well, you know, guys are like this. I'm like, well, that's not me. Right. I'm still not that. Right. Um, and little stuff like that. There's there's so much that like, I'm not going to know what bothers me until it happens, mm-hmm. which also is a thing. But yeah, I guess that's the thing where I'm like, that that like legitimately not having a preference of pronouns because I don't feel like, I I have not experienced a point where I feel like there's one singular pronoun that is me. Including, like, even, like, if I were to say, oh, my pronouns are they, she, or he, even that feels like, I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what I have received, but I'm not necessarily limited to that. Right. I think the only pronoun that would make me uncomfortable is probably it, which some people use. Um, yeah, I've got I've got friends who use mm-hmm. uh, they and it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That's all they use. It's yeah. like they and it. Yeah. And it's just like that. Also, for me, I was just like. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I was aware of several different pronouns, and I had seen a trans woman referred to as it, and I was just like, "No way, no way." Yeah, exactly. And it it I, incites that same response right, for me. And you're at just first. like, like no. And then you meet people who are like, "That's that's what is really comfortable for me," and mm-hmm. you, it's like, "Oh, okay." So I'm just like quickly rearranging my way of thinking. Absolutely. But again, I and again, I don't know how how you either learn to pick up on it or if it's just like a vibe you pick up on you can tell when someone is using that as a weapon absolutely versus using it as a pronoun usually there's a lot of context involved Um, context clues body language yeah maga hats (laughs) there's usually a way (laughs) that's a red flag if i've ever seen one just like over the top yeah a little bit much so that's kind of where i'm at with pronouns it's just been a, a thing that I've been thinking about lately. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, as a parent, I still don't know what the fuck I want. Like, like my co-parent will be like, "What do you want? Um, what should I refer to you as when you're not around? Like, what should what should Atlas call you?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Um, when you know he was much younger, uh, I was identifying as a trans woman, and the language was always he had two moms. Right. And like that was um, we would. <laughs> Uh, I realize now that it, we, we would refer to each other as like like I would I would say to my 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 kid like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to the, your other mom <laughs> and stuff like that and it got we got so used to it that we would say it in situations where like I wasn't out mm-hmm. and it just became like this weird joke because often we would be with another friend who was um a woman so I think the joke was that like she was around that much. That or that people thought the joke was that she was around that much because oh. she did babysit a lot. So we we're always like, "Oh man, I hope that's not weird for this chiropractor <laughs> <laughs> that I that I'm taking my son mm-hmm. to his mother and saying other mom." Right, right, right. <laughs> but but yeah, now when the conversation comes up, I'm just like, I don't know. My my niece uh called me Dada for. A very very long time pretty much only stopped when i moved out mm-hmm. because i was like the like i was like that figure in her life for a very long time mm-hmm. and similarly uh like that like 
the only reason she picked up on the fact that there is a word for that type of figure is because of like media i presume right like no one like no one else was calling me that for her mm-hmm. um that's something she just like figured out with I, yeah cultural I guess, context i guess so watching fucking sprout or whatever she <laughs> assumes like oh yeah this figure that kind of looks like this person in my life is referred to in this way and this mm-hmm. so i guess i'll do that and i guess similarly like i guess i just assume my kid will say what they want to say right um like i had people in my life that I referred to as non-traditional terms. Like, I called my grandmother mom mm-hmm. um, because that's what I heard my mom say all the time. I was like, <laughs> all right, mom. That's awesome. Uh, and my grandfather was called Poppy. Right. Uh, so, like... So was mine. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I've been thinking about pronouns a lot lately. hmm And just sort of, in general, like, uh, the act of being observed and being indifferent at this moment in time. Hmm. Yeah, I'm re- I guess I'm really curious about, like, what that experience of, of hearing a pronoun or reading a pronoun and thinking, yes, mm-hmm. it me. I know that for me, it took me, nice, cat on my notes, yeah. perfect. For me, I was, like, kind of, it didn't really register that I was, like, tr- actively trying to perform in a culturally female feminine way Mm. um but at a certain point being called she just felt like i don't know i was getting like flicked in the back of the ear or something Mm. like it was just like that's that's sort of like weird mild emotional annoyance where it was just like i have no reason to think that this other person should call me anything other than this but for some reason it's just making me feel really gross absolutely and one of my friends had been using they them and so i just sort of quietly reached out to them and asked you know what was there a final decision or Mm -hmm. was there something that happened or like what for you sort of let you know that it was like you wanted to use they them and i think they phrased it as sort of instead of being referred to as an already implicated idea of a thing like of a gender of a box referring to being referred to as they them felt more like the person who is mm. this you know yeah. so like say, like referring to me rain as they mm-hmm. it felt more like you know not a just like a, the experience of this human yeah. i guess yeah i i Based on my own experiences, I would be inclined to say, like, the, like, sort of just like a removal of a layer that is gendered. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it felt so much more comfortable. And I think this is going to sound really dramatic and fake, but it just sort of, I think, was a romantic moment. Your experiences moment. are valid. My experiences are valid and dramatic. I'm an air sign. <laughs> Please don't log off. Um, <laughs> but I, w- I was at the beach with friends um, at the at the lake because we're in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I was like out in the water and I was just like thinking about it because being at the beach wearing a bathing suit, I was just already like yeah. gender, gender feelings, yeah, gender feelings, gender thoughts. And I think I just kind of like came up out of the water and I was just like hey to one of my friends i was like i think i'm gonna use they them from now on and she was like okay cool and i was just like oh 
that felt good. Yeah. That felt really good. And then I just like told my other friends and everyone was just like, all right, got it. And then hearing someone refer to me to another person as they for the first time, it was just like fireworks shooting out of mm. every pore on my being. It felt so good and right. Um, That's rad. Yeah, it was really good. It was really validating, which mm. is a word that we are going to use a lot on mm-hmm. this show. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, okay, this is this was a correct decision. I don't regret this at all. And yeah, haven't looked back. Having to explain it to new people is always just like mm-hmm. woof. If they've ne- like if, ne- they're, if they're not if online. they've never ever heard of it in their mm-hmm. lives, it's such a pain. Fortunately, there are some really good books out yeah. recently. Which ooh, recommendations coming up? Oh yeah, let you know what? Let's. Let's recommend some things. Yeah, I was just going to say, I guess before we move on, I had a couple thoughts. One, I, I at least never hearing about it is a little bit better than already being angry about it. Yes. Uh, but also, I was going to say, I, I, when I, I, I definitely have felt that anxiety of like, and, and I don't even know, maybe you, I think you touched on this for a second, but be like that sort of decision process being like there's a sense of like finality to it Mm -hmm. like when you tell people like oh these are my pronouns now there is then like another like if that changes like there's that fear of like re-explaining right something which let me tell you i've come out about a good number of times now of with several different reasons and i will probably continue to be pretty fluid for the rest of my life i would imagine Mm -hmm. um unless just like my current malleable fluid state is just like the range that i'm in for the for a while i think speaking solely for myself personally i think there's a fear of like oh you know it's completely valid if what what pronouns feel comfortable for me do change like Mm -hmm. that's valid but there's a fear of having to re-explain that re-come out to absolutely anyone in your life and then just I like in the back of your mind that fear of like does that delegitimize me to these other people like mm. I know that's something I'm afraid of but totally. I uh, yeah and I, I went through that um we talked about coming out before but mm-hmm. like if, uh, the hesitancy to like tell my family members hey I know that like I've been doing this for so long and now I'm doing something else that as far as your eyes are concerned and your tiny cis brains are concerned you're gonna think that i just went back right um but that's not the case right but yeah i talked about talking to my mom about being non-binary before and i don't know i think she'll get it at some point yeah hopefully (laughs) she's nice that's what matters (laughs) you know yeah coming coming from a place of kindness and trying to understand is Mm -hmm. obviously much more important than just being like that doesn't make sense yeah the dictionary.com says the the dictionary.com says they is a singular pronoun what it says motherfucker miriam webster (laughs) yeah but yeah if i if i take anything out of 2018 it's that honesty and kindness are extremely important Mm -hmm. and that's 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 where i'm at we're being kind in 2019 Mm -hmm. yes i just i just flex flex yeah flex on it yeah, I I just wanted to make sure, like you know, if if things change, fluidity is always valid. Never feel trapped in any boxes when you say that you're uh, identifying as something. Absolutely, yeah. If if you see a box somewhere else, and you're like, I want that mm-hmm. seems comfortable. I'm gonna try that one out. Yeah, that's valid. And if you're like, mm-hmm. fuck all these boxes. Yeah, that's valid because it's and, your experience. Your experience is your mm-hmm. own, and it's unique. Yeah, and, and it matters. Yeah, and then you know, hopefully you're in spaces where 
that is safe and easy to do. Yes, that's because also understandably like huge asterisk on that too. Haven't always been in those spaces, right? So. And that definitely many many people are mm-hmm. not in a safe place where they can, you know, mm-hmm. feel comfortable to explore themselves as a person. Yeah, I just uh, I have an actual play show called Interstitial, um, which is like playing a tabletop game. It's a bunch of crossover stuff, um, but we recorded the entire season before editing it and putting it out and like hearing the pronouns vary over the several months that we edited it is such is always like an experience mm-hmm. of just being like oh yeah this has changed this has changed etc but yeah i'm, I'm sorry nodding. I, I keep derailing from <laughs> no, the no, 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 no. <laughs> it's good it's good I'm, yeah i good yeah it's good to talk about yeah it is all right so i wanted to recommend this really great book this comic um, it is called A Quick and Easy Guide to They-Them Pronouns, and it's by Archie Bongiovanni and Tristan Jimerson. Archie is non-binary. They use they-them pronouns. Uh, Tristan uses he-him. Uh, their book is available on a number of websites. You can order it on Amazon. I'm trying to remember where I ordered it from. It is, it's $8 on Amazon. Uh, it's a short paperback book. You can get a Kindle or a Comixology version. I, to me, this is like recommended reading for any cis person, any queer person. <laughs> like this book is so great. Um, I sh- wish I had it with me um, so I could flip through it. But it's just like a really, really great, easy to understand explanation of they, them pronouns being non-binary. I ordered a copy and just kind of like a... a bde move i (laughs) just left it on the lunch table at work oh um and like i've i've been out for a while at work uh my coworkers Mm -hmm. are pretty good about my pronouns Mm -hmm. but i also know that like if they slip up when i'm not around there's only like three people who will probably correct them so just as like a little hey still non-binary still they them i'm just gonna leave this here I uh so I left it there. I gave it to my parents and said, you know, hey, if you love me, please read this. <laughs> um and they, you know, they both read it. You know, we'll we'll see when that sinks in. Um but it's a it's a really great book. It's really well illustrated. Archie is a great non-binary comic artist. Um let me pull up their Twitter handle. But yeah, that that book is really great if you have someone in your life that you've been trying to explain they them pronouns to. Mm-hmm. This is like a really a really great way to do it. How I think coming from the perspective of a non-binary person and a cis person, um I think is helpful, especially mm-hmm. if you're like nervous about being a queer person handing this off to a cis person. You know, it doesn't no, feel you might want to like I I feel that like I I want to read through this so I know what it says before right, I get right, it to right, someone right, else. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm. This is like my personal total checkoff on it. Like I've mm. given it to many cis people <laughs> mm-hmm. and just been like, here, here you go. It doesn't come off like a super, you know, demanding instruction manual or anything like that. Just sort of casual. It, yeah, it's cool, but it's it's still really. Uh, Archie does a great point of making sure that like the importance of it and like how it really feels. Uh, they get that those feelings across really well. Mm-hmm. through the illustration and the writing um it's just a really great really great comic good book yeah so that's that's you know one other recommendation today mm-hmm. aside from checking out a uh, web comic name by 
Alex Norris, yeah. the, the Oh No comics, the Tingliest mm-hmm. Lasagna, yeah. Gender Hat comics. What a what a list of ways to describe a thing. <laughs> I was originally going to recommend, or I guess I still do recommend that uh, episode of Citations Needed with Dean Spade. But on that same topic, earlier this week, I recommended to somebody a book. A book that I have recommended many a times. Oh, you do have the book. I do. Here's that paper flipping ASMR. Ooh. Uh, the Queer Art of Failure Ooh. by Judith Halberstam. They also use the name Jack Halberstam. Um, last I knew, um, he used he and she pronouns interchangeably. But this book is extremely good. It has been foundational for <laughs> a lot of things for me uh, because, one, uh, Jack does a very good job uh, in my opinion, of going back and forth between, like, high, complicated queer theory and, like, very accessible theory. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like, a lot of this book sort of talks about subversive narratives and queer readings of films, and they use, like, pop culture. And as a result, like, that sort of conversation about things that are in everyone's kind of cultural dialect at this point, it, it, it becomes more accessible. And also their writing is, is good in that way. If you know me, you've probably heard me talk about the end of Finding Nemo and all the fish unionizing and swimming down and defeating the capitalist fishing boat as being like a revolutionary moment. You also probably heard me talk about how Chicken Run is a film about third wave feminism. That's such a good movie. I watched that the other night. Yeah, it's good. It's a really good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, The book also talks about Monsters, Inc. and uh, sort of the revolution of that movie being like turning from uh, terror to joy as Mm -hmm. an energy source being better. Just a lot of a lot of kids' animation has these themes of like teamwork and rebellion and overthrowing things that are corrupt. And what does it mean that those ideas are deemed childish and in right. uh, childish films, quote unquote? So that's I love this book. It sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, I it's right it. here. You can see all my like sticky notes in it because I still read it like a college student. I'm I'm verifying that there are multiple sticky notes mm-hmm. in two different colors. I guarantee things are highlighted and underlined in it. Nice. Um, I just haven't gone through it in a while. All right, so obviously you're on on team markup a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I am too. I think it it just like solidifies the relationship with mm-hmm. the tome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like I use a Kindle and I have paperback books. I still yeah. buy paperback books. Mm-hmm. It's all about for me. It's just like being able to fall asleep in bed and not lose my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, one, the one finger swipe. <laughs> the reason I I have this book is because a part of it was assigned to me in my queer theory class um, at college, um, and also I guess I I think it's out now. I want to recommend a book written by the professor I had for that class. That well, I haven't read it, but based on those classes i'm confident <laughs> I've, I've heard bits and pieces of it as speeches and in, in, uh in other pl- or talks in other places um i just want to verify the title of it while you're looking that up uh archie bongiovanni their uh twitter handle is at grease bat um they've got a new book coming out uh seven twenty three nineteen. did you find the name of the book yes yes um what i was going to say is because of having that professor also got that talk um, or they gave a couple talks about this similar reading to the matrix being about being trans i'm nodding Um, yeah and there's a there's a lot of stuff in that film that sort of talks about gender in that way uh and uh they went on to write a book called lana and lily wachowski just what they called it's in the contemporary film directors it is not the most affordable book 
I'm assuming that's because it's being sold as a textbook. Mm. Um, but Queer Art of Failure is like under 15 bucks before nice. shipping wherever you find it. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm the re- I was talking about marking out books. When I got a section of Queer Art of Failure assigned to me mm-hmm. in, in a queer theory course, um, it was literally just the scannings of the professor's own book. Oh, wow. So, like, the things that he had underlined mm-hmm. and marked up That's were, awesome. like, in, like, notes. And, like, that, like, being, like, oh, yeah, like, here's a thought built out of that. Here's, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, synthesis happening. It, I just, it just became second nature for me to do that myself. That's really cool. And be, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to forget that I've had this thought about this thing. Or mm-hmm. When I was reading this, it was actually for a thing that I was writing. So there was, like, some specific notes about, like, oh, this connects to, you know, this part of this film. All right. Well, I want to talk about a cool queer artist. All right. This is our, uh, something that we'd like, we're going to try and do every episode is have some, some queer or trans or non-binary. There's like slashes instead of, those are, mm-hmm. and, those are and ors yeah. um, in between. Uh, some recommendations for y'all. And so today I want to talk about a friend of mine, Benny K. Hope. They are 32 years old. They're a non-binary artist. I'm trying to put a pin on like how exactly we met, but I think it was just through the Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are a writer, an illustrator. They draw, they craft, they do all sorts of things. They have, they're a contributor to uh, Razorcake.org, an occasional contributor. They've got a couple different written pieces on um, the medium about. Um, weight, self-image, and uh, minimalism, like what mm. minimalism means to them. Their art can be seen at bennykhope.com, and that's B-E-N-N-Y-K-A-Y-H-O-P-E.com. Um, but they are making comics about body image, weight, um, gender. They had one in particular. I'm just going to pull it up on my phone because I have it saved. <laughs> About how gender is like a complicated coffee order, and so I'm I'm just gonna sh- I'm showing Joe the image and we'll post it in the the message or I'm sorry the episode notes and on the Discord as well. Oh um, yes, yes, I that's a that's a sentiment that I definitely understand. Yeah, yeah. it's great, and I, it's this this comic sort of has like a Nancy esque vibe mm-hmm. to it. The, yeah, the I, art, I definitely would see that. Yeah, the art style in this one. Um, a two-panel comic by Benny K. Hope. Sometimes my gender feels like a complicated coffee order. One non-binary, gender-fluid, femi, part butch, queer, highly caffeinated, and full of fat, please. Mm-hmm. Which I just really love that a lot. Yeah. But yeah, so it, I just really would recommend checking out some of their work, checking out some of their written pieces. Um, that's my artist recommendation for the episode. Their Instagram is Benny K. Hope Art. Their Twitter is at Benny Hope Comics. Okay, so this is something I'm going to talk about because Benny's posted it publicly. Um, A big part of their work that's important to them is that they are uh, mentally ill and disabled. So being body positive is really important to Benny and their work. Um, And I think that's one of the things that, like, really I super appreciate about their work is that it's just very um, transparent and open about what they're going through, their struggles. um, And I think other people with disabilities and mental health issues just being mm-hmm. able to see that and see yourself reflected in someone else's experiences uh validating mm-hmm. little gold star sound effect there but yeah that's a that's just like a really big part of who they are as a, a creator and a person and if that sounds like something that 
you really want to you want to look at something that sounds interesting to you mm -hmm. please please i can't recommend their art enough um they're a really great person and i'm really excited to see what new stuff they're going to be making in 2019 I'm yeah. I'm petting the heck out of a cat right yeah, now. Yeah, no, she is just rolling around on oh my, your notebook. On the table. Yeah. On the scary, self-folding, pinchy <laughs> table. Do you yeah. think cats worry about getting pinched? Uh, probably about as much as they worry about anything else. Not at all. Oh they goodness. probably worry about being stepped on. My cat does not worry about being stepped on. She like. I feel like these don't, because, but it happens. She flaunts laying in the hallway oh like yeah. no fear if i get up and walk into the kitchen they assume it's about them and they have to be like under me as it happens because mm -hmm. they want the food yeah my cat follows me up and down the staircase and basically everywhere but she goes like in and out of my legs like a ski slalom that's really <laughs> terrifying i've definitely beefed it a few times due to her yeah it's okay I as long as it. she's okay yeah you know she's oh she's fine mm -hmm. you don't care she's yeah fine. that's cool yeah i've seen some of benny's stuff i'm a fan Everyone should be a Benny fan. Yeah. Also, I mean, your art has also been a lot of like, oh yeah, gender stuff. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna talk about my own art yeah. on the show. Can I talk about your art? On the I show? mean, I'm not gonna stop you. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's fun talking about gender, but it's it also a little exhausting. It can be. Yeah. You're it's, just it's... like, I need to find the words to properly talk about my existence as a person yeah. while not excluding anyone's experiences that I am hereto unaware of. Mm -hmm. Trying to be a good, aware person, trying to learn, staring into the void mm -hmm. in the corner of the studio. Yeah. Being brought back down to earth by cute cats on the folding table. Wow. Wow. I finally fucking, I've been meaning to paint my nails for a long ass time. Oh. And I nice. finally did last weekend mm -hmm. when I went to a concert. I was just like, for some reason, that concert, I was like, this is, a, and, and the person I was going with um, is also trans, but that was I, was, I was in a space where I was like, you know what? I've been meaning to like do things and go out and I, this is the event where I feel like it is totally fine for me to do that. Mm -hmm. um, which I've been to plenty of events that should feel that way, but this is the time where I was like, I had the spoons right. to be like, I'm going to paint my nails, I'm going to put makeup on, and I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. So I did. How did it feel? Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. just... we, we talked about music before in relation to gender. Yeah, we talked about... Um... I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately, so I don't have any... We talked about that Imagine Dragons album. I fight dragons, but yeah. Fuck <laughs> the look on your face. I'm so sorry. I, my the look on my face was is that intentionally a joke, or and then, and then you saw me get sweaty and you're like, nope, <laughs> not a joke, just ignorance. I oh. mean, I, I don't blame you for not knowing the fucking difference. Also, self call out. Um, last episode, I accidentally said OK Go, which is a, oh, a band instead, instead of, of OK, OK KO. KO. Yeah, the show. Which um, I do like the band a lot, but I didn't even notice when I... you said it or when I edited it. <laughs> just uh, you, you remember? I just remember you texting me after listening to it and being I like, "Oh shit, I said so this." So mad when I heard myself saying that because I was just like, "I sound like I totally don't watch the show, and I absolutely do." Mm. I sounded like a like a cartoon poser. <laughs> Heckin' forbid. Heckin' forbid. Heckin' forbid. Uh, apropos of nothing, um, have I told you about Dingo's Crossed? No. Okay. Tell me about it. it. This is really stupid. This is like another patented, this isn't funny rain moment. So my phone auto-corrected, fingers crossed, 
to Dingo's Crossing. Um, so that's that now. Is it a place? What? Is that like, why? Yeah, in your heart. Okay. <laughs> Don't Fucking throw- <laughs> Dingo's Crossing on the island of snipers. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, so now when you're hoping and wishing for something, Dingo's Crossed. Dingo's Crossed. Dingo's Crossed. That's good. At Dingo's Crossing. Mm-hmm. Come on down to Dingo's Crossing. I was scrolling through like my sa- saved music and Spotify to see if there was anything that um, I had resonated with. And I got pretty far down before realizing that th- the reason it stuck out to me is because it is green because it was the most recently played thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, Flicker by Rina Sawayama. Mm. Um, Rina Sawayama is a pop artist who I like quite a lot. She also recently, last year, she put out a bunch of singles. Um, one of them being Cherry, a song that basically is coming out as by, mm-hmm. uh, which rules. And then Flicker is a song about sort of being like assured in yourself and knowing your strength, even when there are instances that attempt to invalidate that. Because the song sort of, uh, it's based on her own experience of someone not pronouncing her name correctly. Uh, and she sort of wrote it in this way where it can be read about, like, you know, like, they ain't us, you, like, we, uh, are, are powerful in what we are, even if they don't, like, the, the repetition of, like, they don't even know your name, like, don't even worry about them, and, you know, as someone who regularly gets dead named, <laughs> you know, it, it resonates in that way, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, it's also a fucking banger, you know? She, <laughs> Just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. It, it fucking slaps. Yeah, it slaps. She's an incredible vocalist, and um, her music is produced by Clarence Clarity, who made the best album of 2018. There it is. There it is. There it is. Mm. I've just been listening to the Undertale soundtrack a whole bunch. Valid. It's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like a lot of light shining out of your corneas right now when I mentioned that. Because I got the fucking video of Jack Black playing Megalovania in my head wait is that real yeah holy shit i retweeted it like yesterday fuck i gotta see that i gotta check that out yeah he uh fucking jack black i don't know what the fuck he's doing he started like a youtube gaming channel what months ago like and he was and like he's like oh new videos every friday i'm gonna be the biggest gaming channel on youtube and like megalovania is in that video like his apparently it's all edited by his son so like his son is just like throwing undertale memes and all the time um Including like the animated intro has a reference to like Sand as well. Oh my but, uh, god! It seems I think there's this running bit where he's never actually gonna make gaming videos because he keeps being like, "All right, I know I'm gonna start with that content soon, yes. but here's this other funny vlog thing." That's really good. And now it's happened like four times. That's and way I, funnier. It's so much funnier. That's way better. But yeah, there's a video of him going to round one, an arcade, and he plays like this rhythm game that has Megalovania in it, and he's like singing along to it. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's my TED talk on. Cause that's the thing. I saw that video on Twitter, and I was like, "Did they, did they edit Sans doing the default <laughs> over it, or is that in the Jack Black video? It is in the Jack Black video. <laughs> it is there." And that was also how I figured out the intro also had the fucking Sans <laughs> like really furiously like pointing and just, I had to know gesticulating right now. <laughs> I get it. Passionate. Passionate. Oh man, yeah. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to think of um what else I've really resonated with lately. I don't know, this past week has pretty much just been um me on my couch watching speedruns because uh Games Done Quick is happening. Mm-hmm. Um taking occasional breaks to to record podcast. Um I do not take breaks to edit, I just edit on the couch. 
Well, there you go. With uh, speedruns in the background. Nice. I've yeah. been watching a lot of Great British Bake Off reruns because nice. that show is my uh, weighted blanket right now. It, yeah. Um, Speedruns are often my... Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to to say it. I think my, I would have said like comfort food or something. Yeah. But yeah. It's same. Pretzels is the same. Pretzels is the same. Similar exactly. Similar mood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's your mashed potatoes. It's your weighted blanket. It's mm-hmm. your clean sheets after a fresh shower. It's your first bong rip of the morning. It's your cup of coffee at 10 p.m. And you realize you shouldn't have done that, but you did it anyway and you don't regret it. And then you sleep great and you're like, haha, I got away with it. <laughs> yeah. I love this encyclopedia of things that bring you joy. <laughs> uh, one of my other good things I'm good at is metaphors. Mm. I won a award for metaphors. A, a metaphor award? Uh, Fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah. My joke wasn't funny, but the way you said "fuck" was funny. I think it was funny, <laughs> personally. Yeah, in like I don't know, like fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. It was just like this workbook of like metaphors and similes, and if this is this, then what's this? And I was just like, I got this on lock. I'm gonna yeah. circle my way to a hundred percent. You did pretty much. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I, I just like I like coming up with like weird, dumb questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's one. Oh hell yeah! Are you ready for this? So ready. Also, please re- please respond to this, listeners. This is not just for Joe. Um, why do I feel like I talked to you about this? If you could have one, it, you have to. You have to choose a word or a very short phrase that appears on your butt, on all your pairs of pants, anything, anything that covers your butt. Mm-hmm. And it's the same word or phrase. Much like someone would put juicy. Yes. So what is your perma-juicy for the, re- <laughs> for the, for the rest of your life? Can't, I mean, perma-juicy is no, no, pretty no, no, good. No, 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 no. You can't pick that. That's oh, too man. obvious. Oh, shit. What is, what is the message you're going to use your ass <laughs> to spread for the rest of your life? Uh, I mean, do you know what yours is? This isn't about me. Okay, way to fucking get defensive. <laughs> no, I wow. don't. I don't know what mine is. I haven't. Wow. I haven't pinpointed it yet. I mean, I feel. I don't know. I feel like the just like got a fart would be really funny. <laughs> but I don't, right, it's, is it a shit post adventure uh, or it doesn't have to be? It could literally be, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It could literally be shit posting. Yeah, like if you were just walking around and it just said shit post on your butt for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. And there would be people who didn't know what that word meant right. online, and they would just think, that, I guess that is true. And they'd be like, I guess that is the post with which you shit. Are you okay? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just yeah. thinking like. It would be the same word across all pairs of pants. Like, obviously, like, PJs, sweatpants, it would be, like, screen printed, mm-hmm. all of your jeans. It would be, like, rhinestones bedazzled on, surrounded by paisleys or, like, those pyramid studs mm-hmm. you get at JCPenney's. What if it just said, leave him? Ooh. That'd be pretty powerful. That is pretty powerful. That's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about. Uh, I feel like a lot of people would say their pronouns. Oh, that would be really good. Walk around with your pronouns on your butt all the time. Yeah, but then it's like when you introduce yourself to someone, yeah, yeah, like you know. show them your ass just just like that. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I mimed it just so everyone knows. It feels like you're setting a weird precedent. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's just like, do you flash your ass to everyone you meet? Just only the no. people I want to know my pronouns. Which is oh, yeah, probably a lot of people. Well, you know what? 
okay cuts out the middleman <laughs> i'm back on board i'm back on board i mean like there's you know it's very common for people to have shirts with pronouns so yeah uh, definitely definitely i'm just thinking like it's on all your pairs of pants mm -hmm. all the time yeah everywhere you go. no mm -hmm. yeah makes sense <laughs> you're like you know what <laughs> i i as I'm talking myself out of it, I'm talking myself back into it. Uh -huh. I just went to lean on the wall like a cowboy. I don't know. <laughs> it's very good. Um, howdy. <laughs> howdy, partner. <laughs> Two of my coworkers secretly planned to come in in matching jean shirts and cowboy hats. Yes. And it I, was you, so funny. I saw funny. this image. It freaked my boss right out. It was <laughs> so great. It was extremely good. Yeah, it was great. It was really good. Mm. And then it just like started a whole bunch of cowboy hat discourse at work because one of them was wearing what I considered to be like a cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was more of like a B93 birthday bash. That's like extremely local joke. Um, uh -huh. Like it was like a straw hat that it looked like. I don't know. King of the Pirates. Like, mm, no, more like King of the Scarecrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the hot beef in my house this week is that I keep saying remote and controller for the wrong thing. And like, like remote for a video game thing yeah. and controller for the TV My partner clicker. keeps just like quietly correcting me when he mm -hmm. hands me each like, thing. remote. Yep. I keep, I keep doing it wrong. I can't get it right. I don't know why. Well, now it's just ingrained that that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's, and it's like, I've completely reversed them too. Mm -hmm. I'm just like that's the TV controller and the video game remote. Apparently, guess you're like, not what, wrong. What the fuck? I don't know. It's kind of like uh, like the Nintendo Wii had the the Wii remote, right? But everyone just colloquially called it the Wii remote. Mm -hmm. That was never an official name, even though it should have been. Because like, of course, it should be called that. I'm so glad that Dingo's Cross Nintendo has hopefully stopped naming stuff so poorly. I don't know. Looking forward to the Switch XL. Don't don't even. E3's coming. Don't even joke. They, they, I think they've talked uh, uh, about like improving the Switch, um, like which there's a lot of things that could be improved for it. Yeah. But I, I think, I think that was actually talked about. Maybe it's just speculation. I'm still injured from the time I was trying to find a used new Nintendo 3DS XL. Oh yeah. Like, come on, Nintendo. Do you ha have any? Yeah, they idea put new in the name of their things. You can't do that you can't name a thing new because at some point mm -hmm. it's not gonna be and it's still gonna be called that and it the just new, makes it the newer 3ds xl makes it... yeah they really did just call a thing and put new in front they of it they really did multiple things what else are they gonna call it they keep they keep just the, it's not the 4ds not yet but you just call it something else you just don't call it the new 3ds you call it the 3ds neo neo the 3ds dolphin chunky boy like literally anything <laughs> the 3ds chungus the 3ds creamy smooth i'm like, gonna start referring to myself as new joe do no, it i'm not gonna do that don't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right sorry i'm just thinking about all of the like new new packaging same great taste <laughs> <laughs> but that's not that's not people appropriate no no probably not Oh, man. Oh, man. I think we're winding down. We're winding down. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't. You know what? There's no gender joke in this line. I'm sorry. There's... You, can't, you can't go. Wait. 
can't stay here. But you can't be cis. But <laughs> queer rhymes with here. That's there's a joke in there somewhere. Mm. I can't. But you can stay queer. You don't gotta go home, but you can stay queer. Yeah. Is that good? It's kind of good, but then I've been just... we've been recording for almost two hours, so I don't really know what's good anymore. What? What's words? Bah. Jokes. <laughs> Jokes. Mouse, you're looking at me in a very judgmental way. We deserve it. My brain is literally just replaying the fucking you don't have to go home, but you can stay queer over and over again trying to decide if it's good. Somehow, that reminded me of something that uh I thought of uh and didn't mention when it was relevant when we were like talking about mm-hmm. it was I thought of it when you mentioned that book. And um that was what, like three years ago now? Yeah, definitely. Um I don't think we've ever I feel like a lot of people know about this, but for the sake of talking about it, um, pronoun.is, the website, Pronoun Island. Mm. But um, it is a useful shorthand, so you can go, like, pronoun.is slash... Oh, yeah, uh, I know this website. Yeah, slash, like, if you go to pronoun.is, you can sort of, like, see a list of all the ones that they have pages for, but, like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter have, like, their their yeah website or in their bio, pronoun.is slash she and then it um sort of gives examples of how you might use that pronoun and mm-hmm. uh just some additional information but yeah like uh slash they i think also works um and there's yeah um, i used to have that in my twitter bio yeah and then um i'm just like the the home page has uh, a couple examples and like she he they uh z z her z zer zay zim and there's there's more yeah that's that's a resource that website's a resource it is. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, easy easy to remember. Yeah. And it's like a nice short little URL that can fit in most most bios. Mm-hmm. Also, then it just saves you the trouble of just like every time someone's like, oh, I don't know, what does that mean? What? You can just be like, mm-hmm. let me Google that for you. Here's yeah. the link. Yeah. <laughs> let me Google that for you is another really great resource. If someone yeah. is asking you dumb questions and you're just like really tired and mm. don't have the patience for them anymore yeah send them a link to let me google that for you yeah i'm usually pretty right now i'm usually pretty good about it at this point um, oh i just mean that for like anything oh yeah like anything yeah it's just great like if you know if your hobbies are arguing on facebook yeah or in youtube comments mm-hmm. you know normal stuff my, my favorite is like i i seeing people tweet obvious questions they could look up Mm -hmm. but like that's the bit yeah (laughs) where they're just like i don't expect serious replies to this that's the joke but yeah i think i think that's an episode of the podcast that you're currently listening to yeah which is called they them theirs a monthly non-binary discussion and we're here we're queer and we (laughs) talked about it yeah these are all true facts I was Rain and continue to be. Mm-hmm. The same can be said of me, although the name is Joe. <laughs> T- tips hat. Gender. 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 Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of like miming hat tipping that you can't see right now, but mm-hmm. trust me, it's very good. That's super funny. Uh huh. Wish you were queer. <laughs> Sorry, you probably are if you're listening. My to this. favorite Pink Floyd album. <laughs> Wish you were queer. Oof. Oof. Oof.
Good job if you've made it this far. <laughs> I, I'm listen, dear listener. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the the uh, audacity hit. Um, you know, an hour fifty six minutes, and thinking this is going to be like an hour and a half episode. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah. There's so many wonderfully stupid things mm-hmm. that I've said that can be edited out, just left on the cutting room floor, never to be heard again. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> we we still haven't thought of a, or we haven't talked about a sign off for this show i do kind of like nice gender (laughs) like everybody remember nice gender yeah i actually do love that Mm -hmm. thank you for listening and everyone remember nice Nice gender gender. (laughs) i think that's it (laughs) that's it folks (laughs) 